Trade hard, live strong, family. What's going on, everyone? Today is not just any regular day. Today is not just another Monday. Today is not just another great way to start your week by listening to an amazing episode here on the Train Hard, Live Strong podcast. And first of all, I hope you all had a great weekend, and I hope you all ready to crush this week. And you know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Being String and Apparel. But today, today airs the 100th episode here on the Train Hard, Live Strong podcast. One, zero, zero, y'all. And we've had some incredible guest speakers on the show. Amazing guest speakers on the show. We've put out so much great value. And, and I'm just so happy to have everyone love the podcast and show love to the podcast and share with their friends and share with their gym buddies and other people. It's been such an amazing journey. And I do not plan to stop any, anytime soon. I plan to get to the thousands and then tens of thousands. And I, and I, I want to continue to push out great episodes for you all to listen to whenever you're driving, whenever you're cleaning the house or the apartment, whenever you're taking care of the kids, whatever you, whenever time you listen to a podcast episode, especially Trying to Love Sean podcast, I want to be that one in your ear. I want to be the one to motivate you, to inspire you, to believe in yourself. And today airs the hundredth episode. And if you listen to uh, a few episodes before, maybe I think in the eighties, um, we announced the, um, we announced that we're having a hundredth episode drop giveaway. And a lot of people went, you know, on the website and they put their name and their email, all that cool stuff. And, uh, it's a raffle. So we're going to send an email to the winner, but we also want to announce, um, the winner here right now. So the winner for the hundredth episode drop is Christian Vascoy. So congratulations, man. Um, check out for your email. You'll, you'll get notified and, and all the cool stuff that's going to be coming your way for the giveaway. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for giving so much love and support to the episodes, to the podcast overall. And if you want to show more love to this, this podcast and help other people find the great value inside each episode, if you leave a nice little five-star review, share it with your best friend, gym buddy, whoever, put it on your Instagram story. That helps so much and helps other people find this podcast just that much easier. So I'm super pumped. I'm super excited. And I cannot wait for y'all to dive into this episode because we have a returning guest speaker on the show. And if you want to go ahead and check out her Instagram, all you got to do is head over to Instagram, right? At Meredith Burns. Burns with three S's at the very end. She was here for episode 60 and we talked about how to be the artist of your own mind and body. This girl is truly amazing. She has such passion about the whole mental aspect. She has been through some crazy stuff. She grew up in, in, in a you know crazy environment, and you would think that someone that has been through so much would just throw in the towel, but she didn't. She overcame every single one, and she continues to do it now. The love and point of view she has for herself, and now that she's training clients, is truly amazing, and I, you will grab value just by skimming her Instagram page, but now that you're here... And you're about to listen to the 100th episode drop on the Trent Hill of Sean podcast. You're going to grab just that much more value from her. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest speaker today. And welcome to the 100th episode drop, Meredith Byrne. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations. And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. And today we have a returning guest speaker on the show. She was here for episode 60, and we talked about how to be the artist of your own mind and body. So everyone, let's welcome Meredith Burns. Yo, what's up, Meredith? What is up? <laughs> Man, it's so, it's so good to always uh, talk to you. Just like I, basically what we were talking about before, you have like such a powerful mindset and how you view all these different things about yourself and health and fitness. It's like so, it's so passionate and strong. Like it's, it's vibrant whenever you listen or, or whenever I talk to you. So I, that's, I love talking to you. I mean, I love talking to you too. It's cool though, because like, I, I feel like every time we do talk, I take something away from you as well. So it's, it's cool. Like it's two different mindsets, but we're like, have the same mindset. I don't know. Yeah, People like yeah. that are rad. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It totally makes sense too. Um, and uh, so I'll, before we hopped on right now, um, a lot of stuff has changed and stuff like that. Um, so for everyone who doesn't know who you are, um, our current listeners, future listeners, and anybody new listening, uh, can you give like a nice little background story on just who Meredith is? So I am a 30-year-old single mother. I was in the United States Navy. I did my four years, got out, got my bachelor's degree in psychology. I'm a huge psychology nerd, kind of <laughs> like, I call myself like the jacked spiritual hippie almost. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very like, I, I just, I love, I think people are amazing. And yes. I just think they're so interesting. You can take away and learn from anybody and no matter what situation, even if you don't agree on certain topics, you can always get a different perspective and grow your perspective. Um, so, I mean, I've been lifting for what, 11 years, going on 11 years, high school athlete. Um, I mean, I struggled with alcohol. I mean, you name it. Like I've, probably been down that path of struggle <laughs> but it's I I'm so grateful for it and it's so funny because even when I'm struggling now I'm grateful for the struggles because I've been taking instead of like having that victim mentality I switched it to like okay what can I learn from this situation so yeah I don't know I'm kind of like I'm I'm, I'm pretty cool but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are dude yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah, I don't know I, I like with uh with struggling it's um it is very important man like just like you said yeah. it's uh we shouldn't it's so funny it's kind of like ironic like we kind of at least me i i always tell people you should you should you know try and fail like go through a struggle try to set up, mm -hmm. not set yourself up for failure but set yourself up for success and understand that failure will come and be excited for it because you're going to learn so much so it's so cool that you yeah. said that because yeah struggling is it's, it's, good, it's a good thing to go through. Well, if there's nothing like, like it, it, the thing is too, is like, there is no success without failure. Like there, yes. like you, you don't, you don't succeed without failing. I mean, look at the gym, like you, you're, you will not grow your muscle unless you hit a fatigue or a failure. You know what I mean? Like it, you can compare that to life. It's just, it's one of those things. Like people get so mad when they get a setback, but I'm like, no, like take it as an opportunity and a learning lesson to grow. And the thing is too, is if you can take that failure and teach it to other people. Like my little sister, for instance, she's 17. She, and like not until recently have we become really, really, really close. Like we were close before, oh, but now good. we're really close. Nice. So, good. and I talked to her and she's so beyond her years. And mature. it's funny because, but she's so, she's so mature. And it's crazy to see how smart she is because everything I failed at, she watched and she doesn't make the same mistakes. So like even when it comes to, relationships and guys 
she is so in tune with herself. If she is not okay with the situation, instead of like holding back, she says exactly how she feels. She explains to him why and she moves on. Like she just doesn't waste any of her energy and time because she's seen in the past what it's done for me. And like, same thing with like eating healthy. Like she, she reads all the time. She doesn't watch TV barely. You know what I mean? She's constantly like, she's trying to work out. She's trying to get better at sports. Like it's really cool watching. She does not drink, which is like a huge struggle in my family because we're, Mm -hmm. my dad's an alcoholic. So addiction runs in the family. She's seen me have a hard time with it. So she, she physically chooses despite the peer pressure to not drink. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just cool. Like I didn't even know like the lessons I was teaching with my failures, you know, to my little sister. And wow. I think, and that's why I like being so open about my mistakes and failures, because if I can get in someone's head that way, you know, not even just my sister, but someone like a, another younger girl mm-hmm. that might have the same or similar situation. Mm-hmm. She's like, wow, like Meredith failed, but like, she's telling me not to do this and she's not doing it because, out of any other reason than that she cares. Then I'm just going to listen and like, it's almost like you're skipping that level. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In, in order to succeed. Yeah. And I think like, because they're, I mean, gr- granted they are going to struggle. Anyone is going to struggle period. But if you can learn that lesson and make that struggle less hard, you know, then I think that's a win. <laughs> oh dude, absolutely. That's yeah. why it's like, you know, I used to be so um, embarrassed to fail. I used to be so mm-hmm. you know shy and I would feel like, like, damn dude, like, I should have done this right. Why didn't I not do this right? Or why didn't I think of this? Or, you know, why, 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 why? And whenever you do that, you know, you are, you're putting yourself down and, and the self-love begins to fade. You know, the self-confidence begins to fade. And whenever you do fail and you do struggle, I love that you said that, that entire story is incredible because no matter who you are or what you're doing, your failures are someone else's lessons to learn on top of your own. So if you are failing, you know, and your kids are watching you, they're going to learn on, on stuff what not to do. Or same thing with like, if you are an influencer on a whatever, social media or whatever the case may be, or you're in a leadership position, you're a CEO, business owner, whatever, and you lead people, like failing is, is, is good and you should do it. Because then now all these people who, who watch you or grab value from you and you are vulnerable with your failures and struggles, then someone else can grab education from that. So either if, I think of it as win-win, even if you win or you fail, you know, it's yep. like you somewhere you are winning somehow. So just, just keep moving forward and, and figure out these things that you could adjust and, and attack your goals better with. And these failures make you stronger. Mm-hmm. It makes you like, I love the word resilient. It's just yes. like, I, I, I just think, and it's funny too. Cause like, uh, you know, I would, cause I write a lot. So I was thinking like the other day, like a couple days ago, it was like, like thinking about the word resilient and my best friend, she's like, she like sat me down and she like looked at me. She's like, you know, she's like, you're literally like one of the most resilient people like I've ever met in my life. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She's well, it's like, you she are. goes, she goes, well, she goes, you just don't quit. She's like, you, she goes, I don't know how you do it. She goes, you literally have been dealt cards that most people wouldn't have been able to handle and like come out the way you did. I was like, well, I just, I, I don't know. Like if it, I don't, like, I don't know if it's a genetic thing or it's just because I mean statistically like I came from a family where I should be an alcoholic I probably should have multiple children with multiple men and I'm being honest you know what I mean like statistically like and I yeah and I broke it hard and like I'm not and I've been single for three and a half years and I'm fine with that like and that's too is like 
I try to tell people like it's okay to be alone. Like people like that's one thing like I wish people would talk about more is being alone. Like mm-hmm. get alone, get really uncomfortable, like cry, like feel your emotions. It's okay. Yeah. Like and, like don't be a hard ass all the time. You know what I mean? Like people <laughs> yeah, think absolutely. like they do like because people are like you're 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 so strong. I'm like you want to I lay in my bed and I cry at night. Like <laughs> It's a release, like, dude. Is and it's healthy. It's so good for you to just like let go and like feel your emotions. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I do get lonely. It's I mean, it's a normal thing. Humans like we're Mm -hmm. meant to be together. Mm -hmm. And like that's another thing that just I feel, I feel it's so important to learn. Like, and I've learned so much from myself that I think is not even like it's setting me up for like when I time comes, I will be in a healthy relationship. But Mm -hmm. I'm not focused on that right now. But being alone also sets me up for you know, creating so much self-love for myself, Absolutely. you know, like I, I know my limits. Like mm-hmm. I know, you know, even when it comes to the gym and nutrition and I can focus on my life and, you know, and Caden and like, it, it's just, it's so cool how I transitioned, like, especially during quarantine. Cause I was forced to be pretty much alone, you know, yeah. like I hung out with my best friend and my son the whole time. Like that's all I had, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and I got really alone. I got really uncomfortable. And now it's like, almost like I prefer <laughs> like being alone. <laughs> like I don't even really like out in public that much anymore, uh-huh. which is, you know, it's, I mean, which is fine, but right, um, right, right. it's just, it's one of those things. I, I just, I wish I could just like give what I like my emotions and like share it for a day with someone and be like, listen, this is what it feels like. You know what I mean? Right. Like yes. just to like, feel it for a day and then, and then they'll want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just comfort is, I think comfort kills everything. It does, you know? yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. And and you, it's it's. I'm not like huge on, I guess, um, learning more about relationships or whatever the case may be, right? But I know for sure that if you are not one on one with yourself and you mm-hmm. do not understand yourself completely, then a lot of stuff that you're trying for won't work, or you will not gather fulfillment from those things because you are not. Um, you don't know who you are. Like you don't know what it is that you enjoy or you don't know what it is that makes you this emotion or angry or sad or mad. Like, yes, you might know that, you know, if someone does something that makes you angry, makes you angry. But you, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are now listening have been in days where they're just mad or sad. And it's like, why? I don't understand why I'm like this, you know? And then, and then you should question yourself, but don't, don't think it's your problem. Don't think it's because of you. Just understand that there's something there that's, that's foggy, something there that's kind of bugging you or frustrating you in. And sometimes we get so focused on outside sources that we don't even pay attention to ourselves, which is also the biggest thing in health and fitness, I believe. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and when that happens, then you, you just lose focus on who you are. So being alone and feeling those emotions is crucial no matter what you're doing. If, even if it's a simple goal, you know, as simple as drinking a gallon of water and you feel like you can't do it, you know, and you want to cry at night, like that's fine. Like if you're letting go of sweets for a day and you can't do it and you, and you break at the end of the night, you know, then whatever, like take in those failures and then uh, just like we've been talking about and then feel it and then, and then learn from it and see what you can do the next day. Cause the next day is going to come if it comes and if it comes, then crush it, you know? Yep. Yep. No, that's, that's, it's funny that you say that. Cause I've actually, I just, I think it's a lot of things, especially with just like how crazy the world is right now and everything going on. I don't think people know how to feel. I think they're confused. They're scared. 
you know, their emotions are everywhere. Their vibrations are low because like they can't socialize the way we are used to socializing. You know, we're covering up our faces, which is like 99.9% of how we communicate and express our emotions and take in emotions. So, you know, I've had, you know, some of my clients like recently, um, and the thing is too, is like, it didn't even really slip up. They're like, like oh like I had this and I gained a pound I'm like first off I'm like you it's no big deal you had like an extra meal like you know what I mean like it's, it's okay <laughs> yeah and I was like and it's one pound it's probably water and I was like and you're about to be on your period like it's cool don't worry about it like yes. it's yes you know what I mean so it's like yes. it's okay and if you tell me that you're craving something tell me you know so we can figure it out but like the thing is too is like they, they use the word defeat and I'm like no 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 I was like, you are defeated if you quit. I'm like, you are defeated if you throw in the tag, to, uh, the towel, hold, like like wave the flag in the air, and you're like, Meredith, I'm done. Then that's when I would be upset, right. you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, because I struggle with emotional eating and binge eating, whatever. And like, I, it's funny too, because recently I'm like catching myself, like stuffing my face. I'm like, what are you doing, Meredith? Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm like, and it's funny too, because it, it, it's actually forced me to take a step back and. <laughs> got back into journaling recently because one of my good friends like he was talking to me about it and you know and it stems from I know it stems from like when I was a child so my parents would reward me or take away food or like if I didn't eat all the food on my plate then they wouldn't let me go do something you know what I mean so like I know like that stems from like being a child so like Mm. a lot of people that they need to focus on their inner child and their self like well the things that their nature and nurture growing up because there's certain things that trigger people and into you know unhealthy habits whether it's overtraining whether it's nutrition whether it's alcohol drugs i mean you name it um anything addictive honestly so right, it's right. and i caught myself doing it and i was like and it, and it and i was telling you before all this just all the stressors that i had i was like okay i was like take a step back put the food down and i would literally go lay on the floor in my living room and i would just like focus on breathing techniques and meditate and just like reground myself mm-hmm. because you know, it's just people need to understand we're such emotional beings that like, and I have my clients do the same thing. I'm like, if you catch yourself binge eating or craving something when you're not even really necessarily craving, but emotionally craving something, I'm like, turn off all the lights, go lay down somewhere where it's super quiet, breathe, put on calm music and really just like focus on your emotions. Like what are you feeling in that moment right now? Mm-hmm. And then I'll have them write it down and they'll send it to me and we can talk about it, you know? It's almost like I'm a therapist. <laughs> but yes, dude, yes. You know, but the thing is, is like people, like I honestly, like I feel like so many coaches don't get to that level when it comes to people because we are emotional beings. Yes. And it's so frustrating because yes. like I've even had clients be like, I've never had a coach like this before. I'm like, because I go, I understand and I've been in your shoes. Like I've mm. dealt with like the whole body dysmorphia mm. and like, you know, having to have every macro perfect and like not seasoning my food and eating cold chicken and blood and just yeah. hating my life just to lean mm-hmm. when I could have just enjoyed food, still be lean if I just like figured out how to balance it and control my emotions, right. you know? So that's, I mean, I just, for me, that that's huge for me. And um, I mean, and I hate when people say defeated or they just feel like because they feel like they failed in that moment, it doesn't mean you failed. It just means like we were talking about, it's, it's a learning step. Like it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, it's a time to learn and figure out, you know, where that emotion stems, stems from, where that habit, how are you going to break that habit, you know, and how are you going to move forward so you don't do it again? Or if it happens again, you're aware of it and you mm-hmm. fix it, 
Yes. So absolutely, man. It's and yeah. and the whole I, the whole coach scene that you just mentioned um, is is huge, and I've noticed it as well with a lot of different people because some other I'm not saying all coaches like this. There's a lot of great, mm. great, fantastic mm-hmm. coaches out there. Um, and if you have your own methods, you got your own methods and people love you, then people love you. But as long as you're impacting and changing lives, it's all good. But you know, if, if if someone is just handing out training plans and and nutrition plans, that is, I can't even explain how small of a percent that is in the entire transformation. It's just something that has these numbers and these sets and this workout and how to move like this. And that's all good, man. But you know, your training uh, that's only what, like an hour every day, maybe an hour and a half max, depending on what's going on. And then obviously mm-hmm. nutrition and food that comes throughout the rest of the day. But then you have two and a half, three hour gaps in between. So what is going on in between all this other time? How is that lifestyle? How is this person emotionally stable? Like, and, and it's crazy because as coaches, as, as you probably already known too, and you've probably known for a long time, is people go through something and it triggers something. And then they fall completely off course, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what was that? You know, like, why did you do this? Like, talk to me, you know? And and I, there's obviously borderlines on like professionalism and, and like being mm-hmm. a friend and whatnot. And we are coaches, but a health and fitness coach or a fitness expert, or whatever, you should be ready for anything to come because with health and fitness and any transformation, there is an ample amount of other crap that will come your way and into that person and that will affect their weight loss or transformation aside from training and nutrition because the emotional and mental mindset aspect of it all is yep. is i think the most that's the biggest part of the of anything yeah well i'm actually reading a book right now and it's called mind and gut connection and you know i just oh, find it damn, so that, interesting that sounds good yeah no it's good i'll send you i'll send you a picture of it when we're done okay, okay but um it's it's, and it talks about how, like, so, you know, instinctively, you know, you get a gut feeling. Like people say, I mean, it's not a cliche thing, right? right. So you get a gut and instinct feeling. Well, it signals to your gut and signals to your brain that something's not right. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you're hungry, it signals to your brain that you're hungry. Or if you're mm-hmm. thirsty or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So like, right. and I mean, and the thing is too, is if you're putting in not healthy food into your body, which is going to eventually affect your brain. It can lead to depression, anxiety, you know, nice. anything like that. So it's like, mm. it's one of those things that people don't understand. If you're not taking care of your gut health, you're not taking care of your mental health. Mm-hmm. So like, it, like people, like they, people forget about the brain, you know, and, and if <laughs> they do, and it's like the most important part, <laughs> like, it's like, listen, like you have to understand that if you don't have your brain, you're nothing. Like you literally are just a zombie. Like you can't. Gone. Just, yeah. So like, it, it, like I try to tell my clients, I'm like the reason, like they might not like a certain thing, or like you know, and I'm and I'm like, listen, like I know it's not Oreos and freaking chocolate milk, but like it, it's better than you. You have to understand that, like either you want longevity or you want short short term pleasure, and and I try to tell them, I'm like you want to, your goal should want to be as live as long as possible because that's my goal. You know, am I perfect? Do I like to have cheesecake here and there? Yeah, absolutely. But like, it, but oh, yeah. I think. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's also all in moderation. And I try to explain to them that like, if you are not taking care of your gut, because it does signal to your brain. And it also has, like, I have clients that have come off anxiety medicine um, and they've come off depressants because I had gotten their, I've gotten their diet so clean. They're eating what they want. And now they're so happy. I, I literally have clients like calling me crying because they're like, 
my family doesn't even recognize me and my and how their mindset has just shifted because I took out all the toxic food out yep. of their system. <laughs> like, and I mean, and the thing is, Jews are eating food that they want. They're eating clean uh -huh. burgers. They're eating mm -hmm. tacos. They're eating like. I mean, I even come up with like healthier sweet treats, you know what I'm saying? And there like, go, and yeah. I incorporate it into their diet. And like, once I taught them how to do this, I'm like, listen, there's so many alternatives in order to enjoy food. I was mm. like, but you feel better. They don't want to have a cheat. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. because you're detoxing, like you have to detox your body and like in incorporating fruits and vegetables insanely important. And I try to preach that to clients as well. Mm. Um, it, it's just that's another thing that I honestly don't think is talked much about in the fitness industry either is how your gut and mind is connected, you know, and how it does affect your mental state. Because I feel like, I just feel like if everyone knew that everyone would stop eating McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, they'd be out of they business. Would. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's my goal. Honestly. Like, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I'm so tired. Like, and that's the thing is like, you're like, people are literally like out of convenience, like they're poisoning their body. And I've even said before, I have told my clients, I'm like, how much easier is it to take one day out of the entire week, prep all your food, and then literally you grab and go for the entire week. Yeah. And I'm like, and you're saving money. I was like, you feel better. You look mm -hmm. better. I was mm -hmm. like, you're thinking more clearly. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a huge like benefit, you know, for me and them, like just teaching them how the mind and gut is connected. Oh yeah. And, and I realized that too, especially during quarantine when I was just experimenting with myself with like different types of food and how mm. I felt. And, um, I mean, it's crazy just the side effects that if you just clean up your nutrition and diet and even your mindset in general, like it just, it, 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 it makes you feel like unstoppable almost like it's pretty cool. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. It's yeah. so crazy. I was just talking about this last night. So it's so crazy <laughs> that you brought this up because so a long time ago, um, I don't know what it was. I was watching one of uh, Tom Billy. You know who Tom Billy was? Mm -mm. Okay, so he, he okay. runs this show called uh, uh, Impact Theory. Um, he, he's like the uh, co-founder of Quest Bars and stuff like that. But he has oh, this okay, whole, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so he has yeah. this show and stuff, and he brings on professionals or whatever. And um, one, one guy talked about, um, and I don't remember the names or exactly how the story goes, but I just remember the big points. But he um, was a, a gut like doctor. He kind of – what is it? Connected the dots with like gut, nutrition, mind. He kind of just put all that stuff together. And, um, and he was helping a lot of people with it. And as soon as I, I um, saw that or listened to that episode, dude, I dove in for like seven days straight on how the gut reacts to or how the gut, um, you know, works with your emotions and, and your brain with the, with the foods that you eat. And mm -hmm. in one of the, his studies, he had a case study of one person. And this person, I believe he was either um, he had he was had suicidal thoughts or he was just completely depressed. And what this doctor did was he took his diet and he took all, I guess, the good stuff away. He took the corn, he took the starch, he took the sugars, took the dairy, took all that crap, gluten, all that stuff. He took it all away and it was just a plain, bland diet, right? And once that happened, these thoughts and these emotions went away and his medication you know he, he was off his medication but obviously it wasn't a sustainable lifestyle for him and we how we live nowadays so what he did was the i'm pretty sure you've heard of it but it's like the um a process of elimination basically you take off things and then you start to bring it in little by little and mm -hmm. um so what he did is he began to bring in little by little and he started with like dairy and then like a little bit of sugar like fructose like natural sugars from fruit and stuff like that and then as soon as he brought in corn those, those thoughts and those emotions came back again. 
So he found out that when he eats corn, anything related to corn within, inside food, he, his allergic reaction is these thoughts and emotions that he gets from this mm-hmm. specific food. And as soon yep. as I read that, I was like, oh my God, it completely transformed my entire thought on how I coach people, how I help people with just food. Because it's not just about hitting these numbers, man. It's about mm-hmm. how it works with your body, your emotions, your mind, and you overall. 100%. And that's, and that's like, and that's the thing too, is, you know, I have, she's one of my favorite clients. Her name's Kathy and she's an older lady. She's had gut health issues her entire, like literally her entire life. Um, gluten intolerant, like, you know, so she's was, well, she's, she's a little bit overweight still, but she's definitely like on the right track. She's lost, I think about like 12 pounds right now. Oh, hell yeah, um, Kathy. Hell her, yeah. Yeah. And I've had her for about six weeks and you know, she's, she's one of my clients where she struggled with a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. And, um, you know, and she loses about a pound, two pounds a week. And I mean, when her, it's so funny. Cause I love it when people send me progress pictures. Cause like in the beginning, you can just oh, be yeah. like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, this uh-huh. just sucks. you know what I mean? And then like recently, her past couple of pictures, like, it's like a completely different human. Like uh-huh. she's smiling, she's happy. Like she feels good. Like when she checks in with me every week, she's super pumped and it's just cool. Cause she's a massage therapist. So she like understands Ooh, nice. the importance of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. because like I, I dialed in her diet and we like literally, she, she, she tells me she wish she found me like 20 years ago because, um, oh. because of all the time she spent on doctors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, they were just basically just having her do all this treatment and not cleaning up her diet. They were just having her come back and get more treatment, spend more money, oh, dude, you know, so and frustrating. Like, it's so frustrating. And God. now she's like, like within six weeks, she said she's not in any more pain. You know, her, she said her bowel movements or everything are normal. Like she's, she's not hungry. Like, you know, she'll get hungry, but she just yeah, feels yeah. like, you know, she can feel her metabolism go. She has more energy for the gym. She even started taking on more clients because she has more energy to massage, you know? So it's like, Boom, look at it was, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And the thing is, is like, she's one of my clients that I focus a lot with when it came to psychology. I'm like, listen, I'm like, we're not going to tell, we're not like, if you start thinking negative, I want you to think complete opposite. Mm. Like, Hey, I'm tired. Like, no, 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 no. Like, don't tell yourself you're tired. Be like, Hey, I got this. I'm awake. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like it just, yes. if, cause if you keep telling yourself you are something, you're going to be that like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, like, mm-hmm. like, and that's one thing too, is like, people are like, well, I'm fat. I'm like, no, I'm like, temporarily you are overweight. I was like, but you tell yourself like, Hey, I'm on a journey and I'm going to lose a pound this week. No, yes. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like tell yes. yourself the complete opposite. Tell yourself that you're going to accomplish that goal. Because if you keep telling yourself that you are going to do something, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I keep focusing and I enforce this on my clients, their mindset, you know, I can just see it in their personality every time we check in. Like it's just become, they're so much more positive. They don't talk bad about themselves. You know, they're like, hey, like I had struggles this week. But like, these are the positives, you know what I mean? Like they, yes. instead of like, in the, like they, they don't even really talk about the negatives. They know what they were, they know what they need to fix. And then they just go straight into like the positive aspect of everything. Yes. And that's, that's honestly key, I think, to even succeeding in anything other than just health and nutrition. Mm-hmm. I mean, if when you start doubting yourself, like, or you just start like telling yourself you're something that you're not, you know, I mean, it's going to have that effect. And it's, it's, it's one of those things like I'm huge on vibration. So like if you have yes. like a lower frequency and you're like talking negative, you're stressed, you're depressed, and you're anxious, like you're going to attract that. Like that is exactly what you're going to attract. But if you're at a higher frequency and you're thinking more positively and you're just like, no, this is what's going to happen today. I got it. Like whatever. 
like it's gonna come it like it is like i'm like living proof like i'm not like i'm not even trying to like toot my own horn but like <laughs> i mean i i like i back into that it's crazy to me because all this stuff that's happened to me this year out of all the years <laughs> like this you know is the year I mean? right here <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying out of all the years this is like when my life like it's pretty cool you know what i mean like whatever 2020 <laughs> right if you could fail fail but, this year <laughs> yeah so like because you were in 2000 what was it 17 through 18 like when i was in florida i mean i was so victim mentality like oh i was in a terrible relationship and guys suck and blah blah, blah. so i'm just mm. gonna drink my feelings and emotions i'm gonna hang out with these toxic people right. that want to do anything with them life but it wasn't what I wanted to do and because I kept surrounding myself with those people and I kept talking negative to myself and be like oh I'm fat I'm like you know and I just talk being so mean to myself and I was and I didn't love who I was mm -hmm. you know and then you know I started to it, it, like it honestly the journey for me started in January because when the new year hit like and that I'm I mean I think new year's resolutions are great but like yeah. when it happened for me I was like no I was like this year I'm gonna be 30 like I'm not getting younger. I need to focus on myself like a hundred percent gonna mm. be selfish. I don't care whatever mm. and I did and then quarantine happened and I was like all this free time. I was like, what am I gonna do? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and like right. I was just <laughs> so I was like read Yeah, but like I literally all I did was read books All I did was re re like I read amazing books that just helped me like wake me up and like make me see things in different perspectives and mm. like even some books I didn't even really agree on but it helped me see a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. so like, and I totally, I just focused on that and I focused on growing and I focused on healing and forgiveness and forgiving myself. And, and I mean, when, when that started to happen and that shift in my life and I was started talking more kindly to myself and my mentality changed to like, you know, you can do this. Like, I mean, if you can get through what you went through your whole 30 years, like the rest of cake. And, yeah. and I mean, my mindset, like as soon as it changed, I mean, First form came along. I flew out to first form headquarters. That's been a goal of mine for the past five years. For the past five years, I have legitimately like that's what I wanted, and Hell and yeah. and for no other reason than I just love the company. I love their morals and values. Like I just love that. Like and it was the best experience I've ever had in my life. Good. You know, like I took the jump to you know get my master's program. So I'm in my school for my master's right now for elementary education because down the road. You know, I do want to teach mm -hmm. and then, you know, I want to eventually get my PhD. So that's on my list of things to do. And like, it's just like, if you have goals and you just do it, just mm -hmm. do it, just make that phone call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take that leap of faith, message that person, message that company and you believe in yourself and you know that you're worth it because you are I guarantee you, if you cannot stop thinking about something that is your calling. It really is. Like, it is your call. Yeah. If you cannot stop thinking about it, you can't stop thinking about it for a reason. Mm -hmm. And if you get certain signs, and like, I'm just huge on like, the universe gives you signs and it gives you exactly what you need when it's the right time. And if you just keep working towards it, because you're not going to, it's not instant gratification. You are not going to get it right away. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you put out that positive energy and you have higher vib vibrations, like, it comes to you. And, it has to do with your mind like it's all your mind and people underestimate they underestimate it so much like and it's crazy i mean you could compare it to any athlete like you are not, if you are at the top of the top you know and you're whatever sport you're playing i'm telling you right now their mindset is like it's kill like Fierce, you know, dude it, it, it's, it's like they are so confident and it's not cocky like they believe in themselves so much mm. that they do it I mean, you, you, I mean, look at like, cause I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Look at Holmes. He, he is a phenomenal quarterback. 
You know what I'm saying? And his yeah. mentality, like it, it's it's in, it's impeccable. You know, like you can't and he you can just see it in him. Like he's just like, no, I got this. Like, and if you yeah. adapt to that mentality, no matter what you're doing in life, like you will 100% execute and you will 100% succeed at what you want. Oh, absolutely, dude. That's dude. Everything you just said was like so much, um, so much power, yo. Like it was, it was very. Um, I hope, I hope everyone grabbed something from everything you just said, like absorb something, or can just rewind right now and listen to it again because a lot of stuff you said was was huge. But um, from everything that you said, there are little things that I loved, and number one was those progress photos for sure. And the mm-hmm. big thing about it is that. One thing I always look at before I even look at anything else, before I look at, you know, um, any like uh, girth measurements or waist or hips or legs or whatever. Right. Before I look at any of that, I always look at the face all the time. I want to see if you're happy. Like I want to see if they're smiling or if they're angry. And you can always tell from the first picture that they're not happy because they don't want to do it. Just like you said. And the second Mm -hmm. one or even the third or fourth, however many you're doing, you know, it's you can see these changes inside somebody. And it's like. Because the second thing is when people say that they're fat, and I will always hate that. I don't. I hate when people say, "Oh, I'm fat." It's it's not that. It's they just labeled that. They just put a name on that, just like they put a name on anything else. Like this is a microphone, so now we're gonna call it a microphone. Like this is yep. they just label things. All that is is that you created a outcome based off the lifestyle that you lived in, however, whatever your environment is, and whatever that you you know surround yourself with, and that that was just the outcome of it. And, you know, if you want to label it as that, then that's what it is. But you are not fat and you can fix that. It's just temporary change that you have inside your life. And the most powerful thing is whatever you say that you are or that you want to accomplish or you're willing to achieve, it's going to be yours. Like if you keep striving for something because you have a specific message, just like how you've been doing, you know, it's it's if you say that you're going to have it and that and how just how bad you want it you're living in it and because you live in it it'll eventually be yours like i remember the first time i reached out to you you know however long ago three four months ago like yeah i was nervous dude like i was just starting this stuff and and like i always get nervous talking to new people and and but me doing that has pushed me to do you know cool stuff with this podcast and and other things i'm doing and just do that one thing you know and a lot of people right now are probably nervous to reach out to you to ask for help for coaching you know and Mm -hmm. and like don't be scared you know it's Just jump in it, jump in it, and it's very powerful. But one thing I really do want to ask you is you've had you've had a lot of um, toxic things come into your life. And just like how you mentioned, you know, uh, whenever you are around all those toxic people or just a toxic environment and stuff like that, you've been in different situations. And a lot of them were not good at those times. But you have become an expert in understanding what toxic is and how to get out of it. So... Mm-hmm. From from your experiences there, what is like, I guess the biggest thing or biggest uh, word of advice that you could give someone that wants help or is trying to figure out how to leave something toxic? So, see, it's so because I I still deal with this. Like I I still deal with toxic people coming into my life or trying right. to. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it's one of those things where. Instinctively, we know what's right and we know what's wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and if it does not make you feel good and yet you feel it in your gut, you know, and you know what I mean? Because you Listen are going to gonna feel it in your, yeah, no, I'm serious because you're going to yeah. feel it because around certain people, you know, you feel their energy. If it's negative, you feel it and you can't, you, yes. like no one, 
You cannot, you can't deny it. And if it doesn't feel right, it's not for you. And listen to it. And guess what? You don't owe anybody anything. I wasted so much time on people where I felt like I should have helped them or I wanted to see them get better. Want to know what? It's not your job. Your job is to make you better, period. And that's what I, that's how my mindset has shifted. It's like I stopped wasting time on people that don't have good intentions for me. And I mean, and not in a sense that, like, I don't want anything from them, but like, Mm. if they're not support my goals or respect that, like, I don't want to drink or, you know, when, cause I like to go out and I like to socialize, but like, I also am around people where I'm like, Hey, like I'm not drinking. Like, and, and the friends that I have in my life right now, when I'm not drinking, they know, like, don't ask, don't buy her a drink. If someone buys her a drink, tell them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. cause they know. And those are the kind of people I want in my life where, for example, when I was in Florida, I was like, Hey, I don't want to drink. So I would have a drink just thrown in front of my face or like, Oh, you're not drinking, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they try to make me feel bad. Mm. You want to know what? You don't need those people in your life. If you have a goal and then no one is supporting your goal, it doesn't matter what it is. If they're not supporting it, they got to go. And that's it. Like, and it's hard and it sucks. And it's something that you're going to have to practice throughout your entire life. It's still hard for me. Like, Mm. so don't like, I don't want anyone to think like, Oh, she's no, like I, it is hard for me because I I'm, I'm empathetic. I'm a nurturer. Like I love seeing people succeed, but if they're not, you know, reciprocating the effort, you know, and respect, then I'm not going to waste my time on that. Right. And same thing goes for relationships. I mean, relationships and like the toxicity of that. If I'm, you know, talking to someone and they're not appreciating, you know, like my goals and like my time, even in general, I'm a, I'm a busy person. Like I'm a single mom, you know, mm-hmm. like I have a million things going on in my life. And if they can't respect the fact that like that is number one because that's what makes me happy and that's mm-hmm. my number one priority, then don't be with that person. If that person isn't going to like support your goals, you know, physically, mentally, financially, whatever, I mean, you name it, then they got, they have to go and that's okay, you know? And if you don't want that person to go, then ha- sit down and have a conversation with them be like, Hey, these are my goals. I want you to start respecting my goals. If you don't, then I'm just going to have to cut ties with you. Be honest with them. You know, you have to face, and that's the thing when it comes like failures, like, you know, like if if you're like, I was failing in 2017 and 18 because I was putting myself in situations where I was going against my morals and values. You know, I was drinking and I was putting poison in my body and I was eating fast food and like all these things. Like I was going against completely everything that I was as a human being. And when you, cut ties with that and you wake up you realize you're like wow I wasted all that time Mm -hmm. you know and and instead of you know wasting time you know you need to realize like hey like I I need to I really need to like clean up my life and cut cut out the toxic I mean and it's it's in every aspect and even if it's your family like understand that like when you turn 18 and you move on and your parents aren't paying your bills anymore guess what you don't owe them nothing like absolutely nothing like and and that's how i look at my parents like i me and my mom have a great relationship but she also knows where i stand mm-hmm. you know with certain things and the only like certain things that i will only accept and <clears throat> i just don't have she knows i don't have time for it mm-hmm. and it's at the point where i don't talk to my dad anymore and you know and i forgave him actually totally forgave him during quarantine tried to have a good relationship but he can't stop drinking and yeah. he's toxic and he mm-hmm. makes me feel sad and he triggers emotions that I had as a child and I don't want to go back to that. So I don't talk to him. I actually blocked his number 
because every time he sent out a message, it was insanely negative. I could tell he was drunk. I just didn't want to hear it and I didn't want to mm. see it. Does mm. it mean I, I don't love him? No, I absolutely love my dad. If he needed something, I'd be there for him, but he's not good for my life. And that's okay. Like it's sad and it hurts. And I promise you, like I've had nights where I cried about it and I wish like I had a great father and daughter relationship, but it's, it's not, it's just not reality. You know mm. what I mean? It's just, it's yes. just not going to happen. So you, once you accept that and you forgive yourself, you know, first you have to forgive yourself and you forgive that person for hurting you, you know, that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I can't tell you how many times I have people who are like, well, my mom, I'm like, your mom, like, I'm sorry. Like, no, like you, you like, she has nothing to do with you anymore. Mm -hmm. You're an adult. Like mm -hmm. you, you can't. And like my goal right now <clears throat> is actually to, you know, get my mom and sister to move down here and live with me. And like, because I, I miss I miss them and I love them. My mom is like one of the most positive, sweet humans on this planet, you nice. know. So like, but that's the thing though. That's the kind of energy I want around me. Like I want my yes. mom and sister around me, mm. and that's. But like, and they respect my goals and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I, there's a fine line between like toxicity and like just understanding. And communication's key. Mm. If, if you can communicate with these people and be like, you know what, you might be doing them a favor by letting them know that they're doing these things because a lot of people aren't even aware. Yep. that they're doing it you know and once mm -hmm. you tell them and you have a an adult conversation with that person and you're like hey like you're hurting me by doing this like either we can change it or like i don't want to but i'm gonna cut ties with you for my health like mm -hmm. literally your, your health and being mm -hmm. so I, I like i tell my clients all the time like they always have an excuse for um you know certain things and things they have in their life like I, ha I actually had a girl who was in a long-term relationship and she talked to me about it and she was I was like listen I was like if I, you want me to be honest she's like yeah I was like you gotta let him go and I, and I was and I told her I was like he's not good for you he's not healthy I was like I don't care how long you've been with him I don't care if you have kids with him it's one of those things like even me and my son's father we are so much better apart like when we're together not so much you know what I mean we're actually right. best friends you know mm -hmm. but with us both realizing that and both realizing that we had our own toxic traits, like, and we need to work on them separately and not together. Like we're awesome parents and we co-parent like crazy. Like we are such good parents. Like we hang out all the time. Like we do things with Kaden, like, yeah. and it's nice, you know what I mean? And it's good yeah, and yeah. healthy. So I got lucky, you know, with his dad, like willing to be, cause I had to have a conversation with him. Like, Hey, like I want to have a healthy relationship not for us, but for Caden. So mm -hmm. we both need to step back, fix what we need to fix about ourselves, communicate better and be better parents and just mm -hmm. like be good to have each other around, mm -hmm. you know? And it's one of those things where, go on buddy. And um, it's where one of those things, like you have adult conversation, you focus on it, you know, and it, it's worth it. <laughs> you know what I yes. mean? So, yep. so it, it's, it's just so hard. Like, you know, and I, cause I, I feel for people when they have a hard time, like cutting mm -hmm. toxic things out of their life. Right. And um, because it is hard, it's really uncomfortable. I mean, it's almost like you, you become addicted to that toxicity. Mm -hmm. And it's when you grow up in a toxic household or just in a toxic environment in general, and that's what you're used to. And you're used to that high stress and you're used to that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like after a while, that's how your body functions. And that's yeah. what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even for me, like I have to have a million things going on. And I know that's a side effect of, you know, how I grew up and how is nature and like nurtured because mm -hmm. like I was in such a high stress environment where I perform better under stress. But That's because so I'm funny. aware of that, if yeah. I have healthy stress, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I told you, I actually had to stop teaching because it was I had way too much on my plate. Right. Granted, they were all healthy things and they were great for me, but I also knew that once it started affecting my physically and mentally, like something had to go. So just because you know you can have too much like healthy stuff in your life too and be overwhelmed. So yes. it's just finding that balance of like having you know the healthy things in your life and minimizing the toxicity because a lot of good things can also like go inward and become toxic as well mm, yep absolutely it's man everything you said is is so um so real and very effective you know if if anyone out there right now is struggling with any sort of anything in you know toxicity wise or or even if you know because a lot of us know we already mm-hmm. know that this is bad and that this is something that's not helping us it's like a big old roadblock in our goals and we think that the other things are what's stopping us when really it's this but we're trying to neglect it you know if we realize it because you didn't know it you just need to confront it and whenever you confront it and you fix it then now you're able to adjust and attack your goals it's um and we once you do it more often then you're going to be more aware of what is toxic even if it's just like you said and those these are like i think the most toxic is whenever you think it's good and they're manipulative and and they come in as good and but they're not and they never had intentions to be good you know and Mm -hmm. and that's whenever you or, you know, you'll learn more about yourself, obviously, because you're going to want to feel certain things, but then you're confused and also there's stuff's happening and then you're losing track of who you are. And that's what it does. You know, that's why it's called yeah. toxic. It's why it's poison because it's what it is. You know, it just, it just breaks down the host. And um, with toxic people, environments, surroundings, anything like that, it comes to a point to where you have to look at yourself in the mirror. First, have a talk with yourself, you know, especially with my experience, have a talk with yourself and mm-hmm. and I asked myself, all right, yo, Matt, check it out. We need to confront this, all right? And and there's no ifs, ands, or buts, dude. Like there is this thing is stopping you. This thing is not good for what you want to do, what you're trying to accomplish. So you gotta confront it, and, and you're gonna have to deal with it, dude. And, and any any other outcome that comes from that, because it could be a freaking bomb, or it could be something smooth. So, you mm-hmm. know, depending on what happens, you're going to have to adjust from that. And, and anything that comes your way, man, like, just keep pushing. But this has to get done because if it doesn't get done, you're not going to go anywhere. And when I tell myself that, then it's like, well, I do want to go somewhere. I'm trying to go forward. Like, I'm trying to get to where I want to be at, but I'm blocked right now. So that pushes me to do it even harder. You know, like, I, want, I, need, to, I need to do this. I got to get this done because a lot of us don't like conflict, you know. And yeah. once you, I guess, become mature or mature-er in the – in the aspect of dealing with um, conflict, it won't be conflict. It's just communication, just like we've been talking about, which I think is huge. And um, everything that you said was was spot on, girl. And I'm so glad that I've had the ability or I guess the um, privilege of talking to you and, and learning all the amazing things that you have gone through and, and learning about all the values that you've grabbed from them because it's, and everyone listening too as well, you know? Um, and if no one has listened to episode 60 with Meredith and the first time she was on here, I highly recommend you go there because she talks a lot more about more of her background and story and a lot more of the other things that she's grabbed value from, from everything that's happened in her life, which is um, truly inspiring and motivational, but everything you've gone through, I'm glad you've gone through it, you know, because it's made you who you are today and you're accomplishing amazing things and, and you're a badass mom, dude. And, and I see your workouts, man. I see what you're doing with everything, all the positivity you're trying to push out there. And that's so powerful. I mean, it's, and especially right now too, like I just, I feel like social media, it's turn it on and it's just one 
bad news thing. You know, it's after another, and it's just, you know, I could talk about that, and I do bring to light certain things, but I try to do it in a positive way. You know, and honestly, like, instead of getting so offended by a situation, like, like, take a step back and, like, drop your ego, but, like, mm. just let it go, you know, mm. and, you know, how can we fix the situation instead of right, getting right. so upset, you know, like, yeah. let's solve the problem instead of making it worse. And, like, <laughs> and I mean, and I think that's, that's the thing to do is, like, it just, it, it's one of those things is everything, you know, happening, period, no matter whether, no matter what's going on in the world, what's going on in your life, like, there's, it can, like, it can, there can be a good outcome. There can be a successful story to come out of it, mm. you know, but like, are you going to drop your ego? Are you going to take a step back and analyze the toxic traits that you have as a person and the toxic things that are coming into your life that are affecting you? And then like coming up with a plan and fixing it. And then that's going to equal a positive outcome of the situation, no matter what it is. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it, it's just, it, people really need to, it's I mean I do it too so it's you have to check yourself you have to check your ego you have to check where your mental state's at you have to check everything everything in your life it it needs to be detailed and it's one of those things where if you focus on that if you focus on you and you focus on yourself to be a better person it's going to have a ripple effect if you are a good person and then like you just start to treat the people around you and you just start to share the positivity and then they're going to do it and then they're going to keep going. And then it just, it's just, it's a ripple effect. And it's same thing with anger and toxicity. If you're a toxic person, it affects the people around you and then it's yep. going to affect those people. And then, so you're, you're either going to do one or two things. Like you're either going to continue to have the victim mentality and be miserable, or you're going to change your mindset, work really hard and it's going to suck for a little bit, but I guarantee you it's going to be a million times worth it having a more positive mindset and just a healthier attitude in general. Yes. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> period. Boom. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. w- one thing that we were talking about before, which is so cool. And, uh, actually before I mention it, uh, where is the best place for people to find you? If they have any questions or just want to say thank you or, or maybe just maybe vent to you. Uh, I mean, my, I'm always on Instagram. Instagram is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, it's my name, M E R E D I T H. Burns, B-U-R-N-S, with three S's on the end. Um, I mean, I I literally sit on my phone and I designate an hour out of the day so I can try to get back to people. There and I mean, I, I mean, I do try. It's just, it's extremely overwhelming. I wish I had like five of me. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, I definitely get back to people that way. Um, I mean, and then I also have my own website too. Um, it's www.meredithburns with three S's again, .com. It's the same as my Instagram. Um, I even have like a bio and I post blogs and stuff like talk about body dysmorphia. Um, I mean, I'm huge on mental health. So I talk about a lot about mental health on there too. Um, But yeah, that's usually, that's where people can find me. That's so good. Okay, cool. And then before we're talking, um, you're now like coaching people as well. So if somebody wants to be trained by the great Meredith, how can they go ahead and do that? If you go to my website, I actually have people fill out a questionnaire. Um, and then it gets emailed me, uh, emailed to me. And then as soon as, um, you know, I see it, I read it, I actually send videos out to people. I go over it and I explain to them if I'm going to be a good coach, if I'm not going to be a good coach, I'm very honest. I've turned people away, um, just because their goals don't align with how I coach. And I just don't want people to get the wrong idea or be sad that, you know, I'm just not doing what they want. Um, you know, so they can get a hold of me on my website and I get back within one to two business days. 
All right, dope. So uh, everything that, that Meredith just said, um, we're going to go ahead and throw it down in the show notes of this episode. So if you're at, at the end of this episode, if you're done, or if you want to go to it right now, um, you just scroll down to the show notes and you'll see the website to her and uh, her, all the links to her Instagram and stuff like that. But um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, it would mean the world to me here if you were to share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, someone who can gather value from this as well um like i said earlier the nutrition the training all that stuff is this was a small little piece of the entire transformation everything that meredith talked about today that we talked about mindset mentality that is so huge when it comes down to transforming your body your health your life and finding what works for you and being fulfilled overall with happiness and in achieving the goals that you want to achieve but um, yeah, if you have grabbed any sort of value from here, y'all, it'd mean the world if you just share it to your best friend, Jim Buddy, or someone else who could grab value from this. And you just listen to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Meredith Burns. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. Live strong. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.